Today on the DML News Podcast, the Democrats win a special election on the seat that used to be held by George Santos. Plus, concerns over the amount of illegal aliens and how it will change the congressional map in favor of the Democrats. Iran is picking a war with Joe Biden and climate change activists hit on the Constitution. We've got these stories and more, so get ready, because it's all unfiltered. Dennis Michael Lynch gives you his word, and he will never let you down. He will always fight for America. The only one who really puts his money where his mouth is, is Dennis Michael Lynch. Hello, I'm Dennis Michael Lynch, and I thank you for joining me today. Across from me is my son, Denny. Sitting on the controls is Sir Ryan, also my son, my youngest son. I only have two. That said, we have a good show for you today. Before we get into it, let me tell you, we're going to announce a new buy one, get one free. You know, these little buy one, get one frees, I do them for one or two days at a time just to help people because times are so hard under Joe Biden and all his inflation and everything else that's taking place. So here is one of the most popular products we have. I'm going to announce it right now. DMLCBD.com slash miracle. That's DMLCBD.com slash miracle. Or you could just go to DMLCBD.com slash BOGO, B-O-G-O. You can now get the 6.7 ounce Miracle Me body pain relief oil and a buy one, get one free. Now understand something. This product is found nowhere else in the world. We're the only ones who have it. I own the formula. It is just the most amazing product in our lineup. It is a body oil that you rub on yourself, and pretty much instantly or within a couple of minutes, it will help so many different things. Aches and pains. I've had people, no joke, I had one woman not so long ago. She had inflammation in her knee, couldn't get rid of it. They wanted to do a knee replacement. She hears me talk about this. She goes and gets the oil. It brings down the inflammation. She doesn't have to get the surgery. This is her own words. I've had more people tell me that this product has changed, and in many cases, they say saved their life. I'll give you another example. Had a woman um, was incapable of walking long distances. She had had uh, an accident, a car accident, had banged her up pretty bad, was on all this different stuff, the Tylenols, the Advils, all the painkillers. She used to love just walking her dog. She couldn't do it anymore. She hears me on the program. She hears me talk about this. She says, I trust DML. Let me give it a shot. She gives it a shot. She starts rubbing it on every single day. Guess what? The woman walks five miles a day and at 63 years old was doing kickboxing classes. If you haven't tried this, you want to do it. It could be a life changer for your neck, for your back, for your arms, legs, anything. DMLCBD.com slash miracle, M-I-R-A-C-L-E, or DMLCBD.com slash BOGO. That's a lot easier to spell, B-O-G-O. Buy one, get one free. Starts today, likely ends tomorrow. All right, Denny, we've got a couple of stories here. You know, what happened on Tuesday, you and I spoke about yesterday. There was a special election. I think it was in Pennsylvania. It was a uh, district where Joe Biden basically had won by 10 points. So we knew it was Democrat heavy to begin with. But they declared the the candidate, the, the Democrat, the winner because they had, I mean, off the bat, They had 83% of the mail-in vote. That's problem number one. We know this is something we have to worry about. The mail-in ballots, we have to worry about it in the upcoming election. Now I take you to page two of the concern. Page two of the concern is a hard-to-digest fact. If you are a Trump supporter, if you are a Republican or a conservative, This is a hard-to-digest fact, but it is indeed the fact. Donald J. Trump won in 2016 by winning the Electoral College. He lost the popular vote. He was up against probably, if not definitely, the most unpopular candidate that one could muster, Hillary Clinton. I can't tell you how many Democrats came over to be Republicans because they said they would not vote for Hillary Clinton. I have some of them in my extended family. 
Okay, so Trump turned a lot of people from Democrat to um, Republican simply because of a hatred for Hillary. The woman I just talked to you about who walks the dog now for five miles because she uses Miracle Me, she's one of those people. Now, with that being said, we had everything for the first two years. We had the Senate. We had the House. And we lost it in the midterms. We lost it. Then comes 2020. Whether you want to say it was legitimate or whether it was stolen, completely up to you. Either way, we lost again. And then in the midterms, we were expecting to have a red wave. And it was endorsement for Trump, endorsement for Trump, endorsement for Trump, or Trump endorsed them. It was just, you know, the, the whole MAGA, 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 MAGA machine. And what happened? We lost again. A couple of, I think it was about a month ago, Dennis, we also had a special election, if you remember, here in Florida. It was a, uh, a district where Trump had lost, but DeSantis had won hugely. The woman was a MAGA, 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 MAGA woman. And it was a special election. We had held the seat as Republicans. It was for state election. And we lost it to a Democrat. You seeing the pattern? Okay. George Santos, who is not a good human being in my opinion. He is a liar. He's a, he's, he's, he's a charlatan as far as I'm concerned. But he was a Republican. And he was going to vote along Republican lines. But the Republicans love to fall on the sword for no reason. They love to throw themselves from the building to be martyrs, but nobody watches or cares. They should have just left George Santos in place and used him as a puppet because we are so thin on votes. But they didn't do that because the Republicans are effing morons. So what happens? They kick out George Santos We get no brownie points for that. I don't remember a single Democrat saying, you know what, I'm going to change over to the Republican Party now because they showed honor. No, honor integrity is not a weapon against these Democrats. you got to fight fire with fire. We should have left Santos in place. We didn't. We got rid of him. Well, guess what? On Tuesday was a special election to see who would take the seat, despite the fact that this is in Suffolk County, which is by and large a red section of Long Island, by and large pro-Trump, George Santos, empty seat, went to a Democrat. Yeah, we lost. And Trump came out and said, well, the reason why we lost it is because you didn't endorse me to this, this woman, this nobody woman, who nobody would even have listened to if she endorsed Trump or didn't endorse Trump. But here's the thing. The Republicans, despite how horrifying things are right now in this country, are losing election after election after election. It is becoming a disease, one that may not have a cure. I turn it to you, Dennis. There is a report right now in Fox News about illegals and the amount of illegal aliens we have, that they may actually wind up changing the congressional map. What do you have on that? So this is from a Fox News uh, article. Immigration experts are raising the alarm about how the increasing flow of migrants illegally crossing into the U.S. may significantly impact states' representation in the House of Representatives and Electoral College. Shortly after taking office in January 2021, Biden signed an executive order requiring that the U.S. Census Bureau factor in all residents, including non-citizens, as part of its decennial calculation of the U.S. population. Can you read that sentence one more time? Shortly after taking office in January 2021, President Biden signed an executive order requiring that the U.S. Census Bureau factor in all residents, including non-citizens. Stop at that. Fundamental transformation of the United States of America. Barack Obama. I could almost mimic his cadence. We are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. 
Well, it wasn't five days. It's actually been a lot more years. But that fundamental change of America is actually here. It is here. Last night, I posted a question on Facebook. I asked, why are the borders still open? We have, in the past few months, caught hundreds, if not thousands, of criminal, illegal aliens of the worst kind. We have people who are on the terror list be caught. We have people in MS-13 be caught. We've got people from all over the world who have actually even looked into the camera and said, you don't know who I am? You certainly sure will, only to find out that person was just released from prison after 12 years in prison as a terrorist. What's his first thing? Gets out and comes to America. We've got people who are dying every single day in this country because we have open borders. And how are those deaths happening? We know it's not a mystery. Fentanyl? Getting shot? Getting run over DWI? And it doesn't matter. You want to know why it doesn't matter? Because Joe Biden had a plan from the day he walked into office. And it was all about fundamental transformation being complete. Open the borders, leave them open, wreck every single last thing Trump did to try to stop this invasion and use it to our advantage. And how do we use it to our advantage? Here's this executive order that says you will count the people who are here illegally as people who deserve representation. And this, my friends, this is not about cheap labor. This is about changing America. Because unless we get these people out of our country, and at this point, if we don't win the next election, it ain't ever happening. Because these people are going to be here, and they're going to start giving birth. And once they start giving birth and they got U.S. citizens in this country, we will not rid of them. They will never go home because the bleeding heart liberals will throw themselves in front of the airplanes designated for deportation. So this way, these people aren't sent home. We are going to lose our damn country because we are not securing our border. And as a huge head fake, Ryan, toss up the ad. Dennis, you sent me the ad. Why don't you describe the ad to people that you saw on YouTube? Uh, yeah, so I was doing my research this morning for the show. Uh, sometimes that requires YouTube. And as I was scrolling through the video list, a advertisement popped up, and it was a black woman in Border Patrol uniform, and it was an advertisement trying to incentivize uh, recruitment for the Border Patrol, even though there's really no border right now. <laughs> so, the, so the new poster child, the new poster child for the border patrol agent is the same uh, poster child that Joe Biden picked for his VP and the same poster child that he picked for the, SCO, the Supreme Court. If you're a black female, we want you down at the border. Can you imagine? Listen, what they should have said was border patrol, also known as Uber drivers, because that's all you are. You want to go work if, if you are a black female or you are anybody for that matter, and you want to get a sophisticated, all, uh, all benefits paid for job driving people, go get a Border Patrol job. It's not dangerous. It's not dangerous. All you have to do is get all your shots to make sure that you're protected against all the disease that's coming through the border. And all you have to do is just learn a little Spanish, maybe a little, um, I don't know, what, what is it that they call that the Muslims speak from, uh, what the oh, hell is that um, called? There's Swahili, I don't Arabic. Know. Swahili, Gahili, Shithili, whatever it's called, all right? You just got to learn how to deal with the, the, the people coming from the Middle East. You got to know Mandarin. You got to know, you know that the Chinese are coming in in droves. And if you could be multiple, multilingual, you'll probably get yourself to a freaking top position in the Border Patrol, even though you're out of shape, you can't fight, you don't know how to shoot a gun, you have no idea about the U.S. Constitution. We just need Uber drivers. That's really what it is. Sophisticated Uber drivers who could drive Hummers. 
That's it. And you're just going to drive them back and forth from the border to the to the to the to the bus station and the bus station will take them somewhere USA. This is a joke. This is an absolute joke. And so you wrap it all together and you want to know something? Mark my word. Take this section out of the podcast, copy it, put it on your refrigerator. The freaking stupidity of not allowing Ron DeSantis to be the nominee for this party is colossal. Not because he's better than Trump, not because he's smarter than Trump, but because they will not allow Trump to win. They will not allow Trump to win. Look what we just discussed. I'm all freaking fired up here. How in heaven's name, Dennis, did we lose George Santos's seat? It's stupid. I mean, uh, you know, there's no doubt he's slimy, but most politicians are. So in this case, Santos is a little extra slimy. But to your point, he's a vote for the Republicans, and now they just kind of suicided themselves over it. It's, it's silly. Do you know how we lost? We didn't lost, lose because Democrats lined up in droves. We lost because the GOP opened the door for the loss. They opened the door for the loss. And you want to know why, Dennis? Because deep down in, deep down inside, so many different Republicans, they don't want Trump. Let me ask you a question. And Ryan, you can check in here too. I'd love to have you check in on this. Donald J. Trump shredded, shredded Ted Cruz, his wife, and Ted Cruz's father claiming that Ted Cruz's father was involved somehow in the, in, in the killings of JFK, okay? Shredded his wife, called her ugly, all the different stuff, and basically called, uh, what was he, lying Ted. And now today, if you were standing in front of Ted Cruz, he would tell you that Trump is the cat's meow. Do you really, truly believe that Cruz likes Trump? Well, of course not. Yeah. Ryan, do you really think that Ted Cruz wants to, uh, 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 Donald J. Trump for another four years? No. No. There's no way. Look at Marco Rubio. Same thing. He freaking beat the living crap out of Marco Rubio. Almost destroyed his political career. Marco Rubio won his Senate seat in Florida by, a, by the hair on his chinny chin chin. In fact, was thinking that he was possibly going to lose. But Marco Rubio has come out for Trump. Do you think Marco Rubio really wants Trump around? No. Ryan? No. Okay. This list is very long. There's a handful of people who really want Trump here. Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Matt Gates, and even they are questionable because you know what? My thought is is that they are benefiting so greatly in their money raise and in their popularity and everything else because they are Trump, 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 Trump. The problem we have in the United States of America is a messaging problem, folks. And here's what, I, and I know I'm going on for a long time, but I'm all fired up about this. I, I don't know if there's a more important topic than what we're talking about. What happens here in the United States is semi-criminal in the sense that the radical lefties, the far-left lefties, the ones who cause all the havoc, the ones who do all the crimes, the ones that are all the questionable in terms of being corrupt, I'm talking about like the Ilan Omars of the world, the ones that don't have a brain like the Scarecrow, I'm talking about AOC, I'm talking about Black Lives Matter, I'm talking about the advocates for illegal immigration. All these people, the ones who are telling you to get the jab, get the jab, don't worry, you'll be safe. They're a small slice of people, but they get the majority of the airtime. Same thing happens on the right. The people who are going to sit there and go, MAGA, 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 I'm going to die on the MAGA sword. The ones that forget that Trump is a blip in time, just like DeSantis is a blip in time and Biden's a blip in time and all these guys are a blip in time. It's America that needs to survive. When you hear those people and they say horrible things about all other candidates because Trump said to do it, they get the loudest voice. 
and yet they represent a small sliver. And that's not to say there's a small sliver of support for Trump. There's a big sliver of support for Trump. But the question becomes, is there enough support for Trump in the middle that will allow us to win the upcoming most important election of our lifetime? And if I go based on history, the answer is no. I don't know what else to say. How does Trump do it? How are we going to do this? How are we going to change this? Because let me tell you something. The illegal alien invasion at the border is not slowing down. No. I, I was going to say, I know we don't have it on the docket, but um, one of the things that's really as a result of this uh, migrant crisis, and if you're watching, I'm doing the little quote marks, is that they become emboldened. It's not just that they're coming over and you know sheltering in place and hoping for the best. I mean, you're getting reports now of organized criminal gang activity with all these migrants, and they're targeting not just stores and cities now, they're targeting neighborhoods. Tell, tell about what it is. Two I different mean, cases. There's yeah, one in Pennsylvania. Um, this one is more of a non-gated, open community, string of houses. A, mo- a majority of them were Peruvian illegals that were here, stole thousands of dollars. And then another one, a, a wealthy gated community outside of Detroit, a string of houses uh, hit by gangs of illegal immigrants. It's going to, and that's, that's the thing. It's like, you know, we always say, Hey, you know, these, uh, sanctuary cities, they ask for it. Well, these communities in these towns did not ask for it whatsoever. And now they're becoming the targets. Cause now I think the illegal see that's where the real money is. Now, let me tell you something for, for, for certain, Freaking certain. Let's go back to our life in East Hampton. Ryan, how, what would be the percentage that you would give to how many Latinos, illegal at that, were in your graduating class, 12th grade? Would you say it was at least 50% or greater? 60-40. Sixty percent illegal Latino, forty percent you. Yeah, I, I remember uh, Springs was like ninety percent, and they come in our freshman year. Okay, so illegal. so back in East Hampton, we had pockets of little tiny districts within the district. We had a place called Springs. At Springs, Ryan said it was ninety percent because that's the majority of where all the Latinos went. We had, if you watch my first film, They Come to America One. I actually go to a house where they're housing a lot of Latinos and that was in Springs. So what Ryan was saying was, and Dennis is shaking his head. Yes. Cause Dennis went to the same high school, although it got worse in Ryan's time than it was in yours, even though it's a couple of years span, that's a t- conversation for itself about the difference between what you had and what he had. And you're only three years difference or four years difference, but 90% of the, that student body was all legal alien. What happened when I went to the high school, all those little tiny districts within the district all came together and were at the one high school in East Hampton High School. And that's why one of the reasons why Ryan didn't have a football homecoming and instead had a soccer game for homecoming. OK, because we had more guys willing to play soccer than we did having football, but just losing our student body in terms of numbers. All right. It is what it is. Now, with that being said. You tell me, Dennis. How is it that we're going to wind up undoing that? Think about East Hampton as you saw it. Can you ever imagine us uprooting those people and sending them home and deporting them? If they have legal status from, you know, uh, whatever means, obviously not because that's going to be impossible. And then if they are illegal, you got to get the right person in that job to actually, as you've always said, a giant deportation scheme where they're out um, I just don't know who's going to have the uh, cojones to do that. Okay, so here's another thing. Lee Zeldin, everybody knows Lee Zeldin at this point. Lee Zeldin ran as a Republican, very uh, popular Republican, pro-MAGA, pro-America, pro-Trump, all the different stuff, ran for governor of New York against Kathy the Wicked Witch Hochul, L- loses that, loses that. He was our congressman. So we were a deep red pocket within Suffolk County, Long Island. I guarantee you, if Biden gets his way with this executive order and everything happens where everything changes, right, and they get represented, think about it. You were underrepresented in your own school. Spread that out 
and you will watch a Lee Zeldin district that he won, I think, two or three times handedly will flip to blue. Now, that being said, the point where I brought up was the reason why that's even more important is because go back to East Hampton. You're talking about these mass crime waves. If our home was robbed in East Hampton, which could have been very easily the case, and it was from illegal aliens, and I came out and tried to defend my family, and I blew away, boom, the illegal aliens that were breaking into our house, who do you think's going to jail? You. I am. The one who defended. Yep. That's right. I'm going to jail. Whereas here in Florida that happens, I'm not going to jail. I love telling that story. I, I, it's a quick story. I'll tell it one more time just to fill in the anger that I have flowing through my bones right now on this stuff. We came here to Florida. We were not here for more than a month. Mary and I went out to dinner with a couple we hadn't seen in years. We go out. My friend and I had too many drinks. So this way, I couldn't drive home. I'm always the driver. Mary now has to drive home. We drive home. We get out of the car. We were in a gated community. Gated community. I'm always a lock the car kind of guy. But I'm, I don't. I'm not driving. She's driving. I also leave my wallet in the car because I had too many cocktails. We go inside. Four o'clock in the morning, my phone starts, uh, you know, all the messages coming up on my phone. It's all my banks sending me an alert. My cards have been stolen. Drug addicts came into the gated community, took my wallet, you know, was checking to break into cars, took my wallet, took my stuff, went to the local whatever it was, and, you know, the gas stations, and started buying scratch-offs so this way they can wind up buying drugs with the money that they would get from the scratch-off victories. Well, meanwhile, here I am without my wallet. I call the sheriff's department. By the time this is all coming to, it's about 5.30 in the morning, sheriff's department, boom, they're at the house within five minutes. If I was in New York, they wouldn't even respond to the call. But they come to the house, and I, I show the guy what happened. The car doors were all open, everything else. And you know, the first thing he says to me is, thank God, you're lucky you didn't have the remote. It was a rental house, so we didn't have the remote. The rental, uh, the... the uh, the, the button, the, the, the remote in the car for the garage because the next thing they would have done after they hit your car, they would have hit the garage door and they would have came into the house. And I said, oh my God, thank God they didn't do that because, you know, I got my shotgun. I said, I would have shot them. I said, I'd be in freaking prison. And he said, where are you from? I said, I just moved here from New York. He says, boy, you ain't in New York anymore. I said, what are you talking about? He says, had you shot them, you would have been fine. He goes, I wouldn't even have, I've taken a statement and that's it. I wouldn't arrest you, nothing. I said, really? He said, yeah, it's called stand your ground. Stand your ground. Illegal aliens are standing their ground, Dennis. They have been told you could go steal, you can beat, you can do whatever you want, and you will be fine. Kind of a scary question for you, though. Go ahead. I mean, we have the benefit and blessing right now of Ron DeSantis as our governor. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about how Florida, for the most part, because we've had those little quirks in the last few months, Jacksonville and, and central Florida, that district. What happens if, God forbid, we get hit with a Democrat governor? I mean, when he went up against Andrew Gillum, I think that one was a, a landslide, but his first time around, no, he went up against Andrew Gillum. He oh, for won, the, for he won, the re-election. He, he, well, no, no, he went up against Andrew Gillum first, first, first time. time. He yeah. won by a the hair on your chin right. chin chin. And then the second time was the He went against this Christ guy, and it yeah. was a 20-point slide. Yeah. Right. Well, landslide victory. If demographics start changing in a scary direction, what happens if Florida goes uh, at least to a blue governor? Listen, I you know, I don't think Governor Santos has enough time to listen to our show. I do know that a few people that were on his team were trying to solicit me to be a surrogate. And I said, no, because the position I'm in, I'm going to support DeSantis. I'm going to support Trump. I'm going to support whoever gets the nomination. I can say who I think is the better chance to win. I still think DeSantis was the better chance to win, but we'll never find that out now, will we? But I have said in this program, in the last 
couple of weeks slash month that there's two things that Ron DeSantis has to do in order to be able to lock in his legacy as the best governor of this state. Number one was to lower property taxes. Number two was to basically secure the fact that we would not have illegal aliens in this state. Now, there's a third one he should do as well. He's got to fix the insurance problem, but I won't get deep into that. Well, f- let me say that of those three things that I have I've put out, number one, the insurance problem is starting to be tackled. Okay, he's addressing it. And number two, there is a proposal that's moving around Florida right now that says we may actually eliminate, eliminate property taxes and try to make it up through sales tax because everybody comes to visit Florida. I mean, wow, would that be amazing? If he does those two things, if he can fix those two things, I am telling you we will never lose to a Democrat in this, this state because not only did we have a mass influx during COVID to change this from a purple to a red state, but you do that where people don't have property tax to pay and everybody's looking at Florida anyway, we're going to get another wave of, of Republicans, conservatives coming here. If he can keep the illegals out of Florida in the next two years, I have absolutely zero concerns that we will win every election for decades to come for as long as we stay diligent like he was diligent. You know, one thing that he did during his recent gubernatorial win, he had teams to ensure that we would not have this election stolen from. It's one of the reasons why I wanted him to be Trump's wingman after he said, I'm going to drop out because what if I were Trump, And I just don't think Trump thinks smart enough, to be honest, in this kind of realm. He always picks the shittiest people. Always. Look at his first run. How many people did he hire and fire? And I'm not talking about after two years. I'm talking after one week, two weeks. Oh, yeah, you know, you're gone. I mean, what's the freaking, what was was the the, the Italian guy's name? I always make fun of the the guy with the press uh, secretary. Scaramucci. Scaramucci. Scaramucci was in for 12 days. Yeah, his 12-day tenure. Steve Bannon was in for two months, right? Uh, General Kelly was the greatest guy in the world until he wasn't. Mad Dog was the greatest guy in the world until he wasn't. Right? Uh, Senator, uh, what the hell's his name? The guy who he put in uh, as the DOG, DOJ head. Um, Sessions. Yeah. Sessions was the greatest guy until he wasn't. Right? Omarosa was the greatest gal until she wasn't. I mean, I can sit here and go through... Uh, re, um, Priebus, Re, Reince Priebus, whatever his name was. Priebus, yeah, Priebus, Priebus right, yeah. was the chief of staff until he wasn't. It's countless how many stupid people he puts into place. And what we're going to get is we're going to get somebody who's just either really pretty or just really suave on, on when it comes to talking. Ron DeSantis should be the VP because this is what you do. This is what I would do if I was Trump. I'd say, listen to me, Ron. You couldn't sell ice to an Eskimo, but you sure could create a lot of ice, especially in the hottest weather, because you get stuff done. So here's what we're going to do. I can sell ice to an Eskimo. I'm going to go out and do all my rallies. I'm going to get as much attention to what we're doing as possible. And what you're going to do is you are going to take every day and take your Florida blueprint and take it across the country so we can't lose through cheating. He's not doing that right now. You want to know why he's not doing that in part right now? Because today he's in New York City hoping that Alvin Bragg isn't going to wind up winning another case against him. He's got how many cases lined up? I don't know how we're going to win. I don't know how we're going to win with the the cards stacked like they are right now. You want to know something else, Dennis, that gets even worse? I'm not even letting you talk here. Aren't you glad you're my co-host? Look at this. Ready? There's a lot of importance in this. TikTok, TikTok, Chinese TikTok, steps ahead as the place for campaign chatter. Yeah, this is out of Bloomberg. Meta, also known as Facebook, Meta's newfound aversion to political drama could cement TikTok as the most relevant platform 
in an election year, right? Donald Trump's first election campaign played out on Facebook. Now, I will tell you I played a major role in that, okay? Walk-in talks, 100 million video plays in a matter of two months. I went from 250,000 people liking my page to 1.3 million in two months, right? And then I create Diamond and Silk, and look what they were doing on Facebook, and Trump was doing on Facebook. Donald Trump's first election campaign played out on Facebook. Protests against the murder of George Floyd and the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade took its sister app, Instagram. Journalists, and Instagram is owned by Facebook. Journalists and commentators have begun to see uh, Facebook's and Twitter's, uh, I'm sorry, they keep on saying meta. That's why I'm trying to change the article. Meta is Facebook, okay? So I'm just going to read this as it is, all right? So Facebook changed its name to meta. So I go back. Uh, Protests against the murder of George Floyd and the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade took its sister app, Instagram. Journalists and commentators have begun to see Meta's platform, Twitter copycat, because Facebook created a copycat called Threads, Mm -hmm. as a space for news away from Elon Musk's ex. But with Facebook getting squeamish about politics at the cusp of the U.S. election year, the tech giant stands to lose relevance to rival TikTok. Facebook last week formally said it will be prioritizing light, advertising-friendly topics like fashion and sports while stopping recommendations of political content in people's feeds across Facebook, Instagram, and threads. Users will have to actively search for political news and commentary or manually opt in to see posts on elections or certain social topics that Facebook deems uh, politics adjacent. Political content creators also won't be able to reach new followers with their posts. Meanwhile, the momentum has been shifting to TikTok's direction. President Joe Biden's election campaign launched its account on the viral video site on Super Bowl Sunday. Despite ongoing concerns about the app's ownership by the Chinese, Biden's team seems to recognize that TikTok will be a key political hub during election season. Think about that. TikTok has both the hard-to-reach youth vote and is increasingly popular with the older demographics. The average age of the 170 million Americans logging in every month is now older than 30. So think about this for a moment, Dennis. Think about what I just read. Facebook is helping Joe Biden. Because here's the thing. There's two things that are guaranteed. And then I got to shut up and let you speak for a while. We'll talk about Iran and Biden. But I think this is an interesting topic. Is it interesting or should we move on, Ryan? Yeah, stay on it? Okay. The Democrats own television, right? So what? look at it for a second. We've got Fox News, and even Fox News is questionable. But they've got CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS. I used to give this statistic all the time, so let me give it again. Because the statistic that I'm about to give is worse than it even is based on a couple years ago because Fox has declined. On an average night, Fox News gets 3 million viewers on its best show. Collectively, on their best evening news shows... ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, and CNN, together, those five, reach 36 million. So you got 3 million people hearing Ted Cruz go rah, 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 and you've got 36 million people hearing Ted Cruz and Donald J. Trump are scum. They're taking your money. They're taking your everything. Okay? That's problem number one. Social media, for the most part, has been Democrat-run, but... It has been conservative-dominated in terms of the messaging. In the same way that radio has always been the conservative platform, simply because Democrats are so stupid, they don't have enough intelligence to be able to listen to a show for an hour. They need to see the graphics and everything else of television. But we have dominated radio. Well, radio has been gone to the wayside. So now it's become podcasts and it's become social media posts. So what's happening? Facebook is taking a guy like me, guys like us, 
and making it. I sent this to you this morning, and I said this is a real problem. I don't know if you guys opened it or not. It's a problem for us. It's not only a problem for the election. It's a problem for us in general, just in our own our own our own space here. It's going to be impossible for us to use our number one platform to grow. Look what's happened to us already. Apple, because of NewsGuard, we believe here our numbers on our podcast have gone down by fifty percent since the same day that NewsGuard put out a BS. Uh, bad label on us that we spread fake news and and uh, and bad COVID information and bad information about the Ukraine war and about Hamas attacking Israel. Right? They are going total far left. We get hit with that news guard thing, and what happens? Our numbers on Apple plummet. So you know what Apple's doing? They're ratcheting it back. They're not allowing people to see us. Now what happens? Convert this over to Facebook. Facebook says, we know that we are one of the top places to go for political information. So what are we going to do? We're going to ratchet it back. We're not going to let Dennis Michael Lynch. We're not going to let Dan Bongino. We're not going to let, um, uh, what's a Daily Wire, what's his name, Shapiro. You know, the most popular people on Facebook, we're not going to allow them to reach their existing and they certainly aren't going to get anybody new. You know what I found pretty interesting, Dennis, Ryan, in the last three weeks? And for no apparent reason, I've lost almost 6,000 people. I mean, it was such a big pop. I said, whoa, what happened here? I lost 6,000 people following me on Facebook. So you know what they're doing. They're chipping away. They're chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. So Facebook, right after the election, will turn that around because they want the money. But for the election, they're going to shut us off. And then what's happening? People are moving over to TikTok. What's TikTok going to do? TikTok is going to adjust what gets seen. Mm -hmm. Anti-Trump, anti-conservative, anti-this, all that political stuff. And you want to know why? There was a whole thing out today. We didn't cover this, but it's a whole thing out today. I don't know if you have it on the app. Wall Street Journal just put out an article today. Vladimir Putin was asked, who would you rather have, Joe Biden or Donald J. Trump? He said, I'd rather have Joe Biden. Why? Because he's predictable. The other way to say that is Trump's unpredictable. Yeah, he's predictable. We know what Joe Biden's going to do, and it's always going to be bad for America. Speaking of that, you know who else knows it? Iran. Why don't you give that next story we have about how they're trying to pick some war with us? Uh, Yes. So (laughs) Iran is declaring that they have property ownership of Antarctica. Antarctica. Which is crazy because I I think one of the uniqueness or a unique trait about Antarctica, other than it's at the bottom of the world, is that it's always been a neutral uh, sovereignty sort of place. I mean, you have your uh, research stations, but no one's ever laid like official claim. I mean, there's designations. But again, the best way to put it is uh, it's not a U.S. state. It's not part of NATO. It's not this. It is its own land. And uh, Iran, in in a very bold move, is saying that they have property rights in the South Pole and that uh, they're going to be actively allocating funds to establish a base there. I wonder if it's going to be those billions that we just released to them uh, not too long ago. But, um, yeah, they're uh, they're getting pretty bold with this declaration. Well, not only is it the billions we released them, Dennis— but they're selling, I believe it is a million barrels of oil every single day to China. How much money are you thinking they're pulling on that? Yeah. So here we are, right? China giving money to Iran via the purchase of oil. China giving money to us via <laughs> with a interest rate as a loan that we're going to then turn around and give to Ukraine. So, you know, in Antarctica, there is a lot of research that goes on down there. There's a lot of research, stuff that we don't even know about. I mean, I've yeah. seen some videos that say that there's some dangerous stuff going on down there. So now Iran, who wants to take over the world, by the way, they want the whole world to be Muslim, is going to say, hey, we're going to go take that. Now, the reason why you say such a thing is because you want to pick a fight. You want to pick a fight with the United States of America. They are trying to find a way. I'm telling you, China will never do it directly, Dennis. China is going to try to come out of this and look as if they are the good the good person in this whole thing. I am telling you, this is Chinese, Chinese leadership saying to Iran, why don't you do this? Why don't you declare this? We've got your back. You're going to pull the United States 
into a war. You're going to push them into a war. And guess what they don't have? They don't have any military resources. They're shy on personnel. They're getting really low on all their assets because they're sending it over to Ukraine. Our plan is working perfectly. Look at what we just talked about this. They got TikTok. They're controlling our kids. They got TikTok. They're going to control our elections. They got God knows how much spyware everywhere in this country. They're sending in thousands of people across the border. Those people are going to have babies and U.S. citizens. We are losing our country, and the Chinese are manipulating everything. Your mother was just telling me about yesterday. Have you heard about this new Amazon-like company called uh, Timo or Temo or whatever the hell it's called? uh, Timu. Timu? Yeah, they had some Super Bowl advertisements. They had a few, actually. Okay, so here's the deal. Timu, right, is now taking over online commerce. Amazon is crap in their pants. Here's what they're doing. It's insane. I mean, I read about it yesterday. I'm like, oh, my God, I never heard, I never heard about it until your mother brought it up with me. So the reason why we did this, I, had a, I needed a sports jacket. So we went to go buy a sports jacket yesterday. And the thing was like 300 bucks. I'm like, this is crazy, you know? So your mother was like, well, we could always buy one on uh, Timu. And I, and I said, what are you talking about? She goes, yeah, we'll probably get one for like 30 bucks. I said, oh, well, what's that? And she goes, oh, it's this new app. So we started looking into it. Whole article on this thing. Listen to this. This company has only been around for like two years. They got very popular by running a Super Bowl ad last year. They have already passed $50 billion in revenue. They're a brand new company. What are they doing? It's Chinese. It's the Chinese. So let's say, for instance, that, uh, I don't, here you go, the Stanley Cup, which we talked about, right? So this Stanley Cup, you want to go buy it, it's 45 bucks. You want to buy it on Amazon, maybe it's 44 But if you want to buy it from Timo, it's like 6 bucks. So what, how are they doing that? How are they competing? Barack Obama. Barack Obama signed in an executive order or signed into some bill or whatever back when he was president that lifted the dollar amount that you could go underneath if you're having a, for a for a country that's going to export stuff. So let me let me do it a different way. If China was to, I'm not even going to use us. If China was to send, let's just say, office chairs, right? And they had office chairs, and they were selling them to let, let's just say um, Office Depot. I don't even think they're even around anymore. Staples, whatever. All right, they would send a container of these, and let's say, for instance, this was worth I don't know. Uh, all the chairs were worth a million dollars. There would be a tariff, a tax, all these other different things that would have to go through to go through customs and everything else, right? That inflates the price. So there's still a little bit of competition for the non-Chinese chair to go against the Chinese chair. So maybe the Chinese chair that's built cheaper, by the way, is going to be $80 and the American chair is bought for $90. So you buy the $90 chair, right? Because you want the better chair. Okay, now here's the difference. The person who's going to buy this chair, this Chinese chair from Staples, doesn't have to do that anymore. They could, just like they would go on Amazon, they would go to this Timu, and they'd buy this chair for 20, 20 bucks. Now when you're sending, saving 70 bucks, you're like, wow, what, how do they buy it? Well, because Barack Obama made the threshold $800 or less, doesn't have to go through customs, doesn't have any kind of tariffs or taxes or anything, China using the Postal Service, is shipping this chair to the consumer for 25 bucks and not having to pay anything. So they're able to compete America against American businesses. American businesses don't have one single thing in their pocket to be able to push back on. So what's happening? Obama? No. Why would Obama do that? Because Obama wants the Chinese to take over this country and bring it to its freaking knees because that's what Obama wanted from day one. He wanted to make America on a level playing field. He didn't want it to be dominant anymore. He didn't want the exceptionalism of America to shine. And therefore, this is what you do. You kill our economy. You load us up with illegal aliens. You give us insurance policies that rape people from their wallets and give you services that you don't even need. You just chip away, chip away, chip away, chip away. You'd start putting drag queens in the military, say, yeah, you know what? We need a few good black ladies down at the, at the border. How many do you think we're going to get? This is what you do. And their plan is being executed perfectly. And yet, you know what we got? We got all the Republicans worrying about how they're going to get their next spot on Fox News. 
You know, Ted Cruz has a podcast. Matt Gates has a podcast. How in heaven's name do they have time to do a freaking podcast? I I think this is going to be my last statement for this episode because uh, as dark as this is, um, maybe this is our reality. Uh, the Homeland Security Committee Chairman, Mark Green, Republican out of Tennessee, he announced yesterday that he's retiring, uh, which, you know, that's that's not great. Uh, and then this is his statement as to why. Wait, this, is the guy's, this guy's name is Mark Green. He's a Republican out of Tennessee. He, yeah, he is the Homeland Security Committee Chairman. Okay, but he but 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 his number one job is he's a, a member of the House of Representatives, and he is the chairman of a of a committee. Got it. This is his statement. At the start of the 118th Congress, I promised my constituents to pass legislation to secure our borders and to hold Secretary Mayorkas accountable. Today, with the House having passed H.R. 2 and Secretary Mayorkas impeached, it is time for me to return home. In the last few months, in reading the writings of our framers, Constitution framers, I was reminded of their intent for representatives to be citizen legislators, to serve for a season and then return home. Our country and our Congress is broken beyond most means of repair. I have come to realize our fight is not here within Washington. Our fight now is with Washington. As I have done my entire life, I will continue serving this country, but in a new capacity. Unfortunately, he nailed it on the head. You know, you, you just said something, and, and I know I'll get the emails on this. I hate doing shows that are gloom and doom. I hate them. But at the same time as in the same way this guy doesn't write a passage outgoing where it says, I just want to thank all of my constituents and I want to thank all of my members of Congress, friends on both sides of the aisle. America is great and we will be back. And the next person to get, you know, rah, rah speech, that would have been nice. But you want to know what happens when you just sit there and cheering, 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 cheering. You ignore the fire. I mean, I say it all the time. If you've got a massive spot on your shoulder and it goes from being a little tiny thing to a big thing to a raised thing that turns black and you're like, ah, it will go away. And you just want to talk about how pretty the other shoulder looks. You know what's going to happen in your ignorance of just trying to find happy? You're going to wind up finding death. You've got to take problems and tackle them immediately. We don't do that. We talk about the problems. We get up on Fox News and slam the Democrats only to then vote with the Democrats. Yeah, Kennedy is a great example. Senator Kennedy from Louisiana. I love that guy because he's always got like those little zingers and, you know, he just voted in favor with the uh, the Ukraine bill, you know? So it's like he says one thing on those segments and then their votes say otherwise. And here's the problem. Most people won't know that he voted like that. All they'll do is they'll just look at one of his Fancy little schmancy things. I mean, look, I love him when we've played it on this show before. He sits there and he grills, right? I mean, look, this is a perfect example. The last time we had something from him, he got up and he was grilling a woman who Biden had put up to be a federal judge. She was Native American. So that was the whole thing. Hey, we're going to put a Native American up there. Kennedy gets up and asks her, what is a stay? A stay is the equivalent of asking a cop, what is an arrest? If you got a cop who can't answer what an arrest is, they shouldn't be a cop. In fact, you'd even have to wonder whether or not they're a human being. A stay has got to be as almost big as, I object, Your Honor. A stay in court in legal, she doesn't know what that is. And yet, you want to know something? The only thing he's going to do is he's going to play for the camera and he's going to do that. What did he do after that? What did he do? Did he go up and down to every senator and say, how can, we, how can we appoint somebody who doesn't know what a stay order is? He did nothing. He just got his C-SPAN cut. He put it on Twitter. It was spread around Fox News. Laura Ingram calls him up to put him on to talk about the outrageousness that, oh, my God, she can't even know what a stay is. And then it goes away. And that woman is a federal judge now sitting with some innocent dude. And that innocent dude has got his life in her hands. You know what? That guy, Green, is right. Washington, D.C. has got to be wiped out 
every single person that's there. It's got to be wiped out and new people come in. That's why, Dennis, if you look at what I post on, on Facebook, if I face, if I put on Facebook right now, we need term limits, that would wind up getting more shares and more comments than any other thing I can put on Facebook. I think it goes beyond even term limits because it's more so than just the people we're electing here. It's these agencies. And I'll give it to Vivek. He said, eliminate 75% of all those positions. And I wholeheartedly agree with him. I wish he could actually somehow be in a leadership role to implement that. I wish Trump had that same rhetoric. Hopefully he does that if he gets elected. But yeah, you know, th- th- there needs to be a uh, sweeping out of, of what really is a, a swamp. If I said to you guys right now, ready, Ryan, I'll bring Ryan into this, and we got to end the program. Ryan, if I said, if, if, if I was on 91 counts of this and counts of that, if I was facing 91 indictments and I said to you guys, Hey man, I got the schedule. You guys want to, you guys want to play golf four times this week. We could play four times next week. What about we go on a vacation down to the Bahamas? We could play some golf there. And I start talking to you about that stuff. What would you say to me? What are you doing? 91 counts. (laughs) How are we going to play golf? Dad, we got to address this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Somebody, I'm opening it up to the thousands upon thousands of people who will listen and watch this show. Somebody, my email address is we trust DML at gmail.com. Somebody tell me in an email without going too long how it is that Donald J. Trump, with 91 counts against him, TikTok, Facebook, every Google, Soros, China, Russia, Iran, and the GOP stink. How it is that Trump is going to beat Biden in this upcoming election? Because as much as I want it to happen, and I pray for it every single day, I don't see the path. If you know the path, send it to me, and I'll read your email on, on tomorrow's show. No joke. That being said, Dennis, let's end because I think this is so apropos for what it is that we've been talking about today. Climate change. What happened with the climate change activists? Yeah. So, uh, at the national archives rotunda, uh, these two dudes, uh, decided to take pink powder and, uh, they decided to throw the pink powder or dump it on the U.S. Constitution. Thankfully, the U.S. Constitution is encased, uh, but they obviously took a page out of the uh, European climate protesters' uh, book. And then they say something about that they're fighting for equality and that everyone should have rights, not just wealthy white men. Okay. And was it a white kid? Two white guys. Two white guys. You want to know what equality is? Here's equality. They look feminine. Here's equality. I'm going to hit this right square in your ass. The only way to get the real equality that that guy wants, how about we do this? How about we actually arrest them, charge them, send them to freaking prison, and let some DEI-loving guy bend them over in the shower and show them what prison can be all about? Then all of a sudden, they'll know what equal opportunity is all about because you know what? Nobody in uh, prison's racist. Everybody's open for, 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 uh, for the showers everybody. Here's the thing. You want to get this country back on track? It's one thing and one thing only. Bring back the rule of law. Bring back the rule of law. Rule of law ends the illegal alien invasion. Rule of law ends these illegal aliens being in our country and stealing stuff from people's homes. Rule of law will put the Bidens in jail, will put Obama in jail, will put Nancy Pelosi and Starwell in jail. Start doing the rule of law and you'll stop seeing all the crap that we've got going on in this country metastasizing every single day. Until then, you and I are just going to be screaming at the top of our lungs about it. That being said, there is one good news today. DMLCBD.com slash BOGO, B-O-G-O, DMLCBD.com slash BOGO. You could get a buy one, get one free for the DMLCBD Miracle Me Body Pain Relief Oil. You're going to need it after this show. Rub it all over you. You buy one bottle, you're going to get two. You buy three, you're going to get six. Nobody ever buys ten. It would just cost too much money. But if you did, because you wanted to have your whole family to have it, 
you're going to get 20. DMLCBD.com slash BOGO. I think it ends tomorrow. Don't wait. And this is also a limited product. When we run out of these, we got to make it. And then it takes weeks to get it uh, tested and everything else. So get in there now. Be one of the first people. And that's that. Until the next time, uh, apologize for getting a little emotional and loud today. But you know what? Once in a while, we've got to do it. Once in a while, we got to scream at the top of our lungs that the building is on fire, damn it. Grab the extinguishers and wake the hell up. Until the next time, may God bless you, your family, this entire country, and we appreciate your time. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, everybody. Get the Dennis Michael Lynch podcast every day by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And download the DML News app from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store for breaking news, merchandise, films, exclusive content, and team DML.